0: Hey, hey, let's uh, cut the music, go on. No, 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 just just cut the music. Well, you fade it out if you want, that works too. Ah, that's better. Welcome, everybody, to the Sea Ticket Podcast. It's not the best theme park podcast, but it's probably someone's favorite. And you might notice, this episode's got a different vibe to it. That's right, everyone. It's the first episode of the Cheer Ticket Podcast. And it's just me, Nick. Hey, what's up, everyone? Hope you're doing swell. I hope your holiday season has been off to a great start. If you're anything like me, it started on November 1st. But for those of you who wait until the month of December to get in the holiday spirit, we welcome you, and I'm glad you have finally caught up to experience what joy feels like. Now, it is just me this week. James is still off on his honeymoon at Little St. James or whatever island he's on, enjoying the pleasures that one gets to enjoy when they are married person. But, that's not going to stop me from getting some content for you this week, because, as you may hear, I have a new microphone. Yes, that's right, I got a brand new microphone, and I'm just experimenting with some different setups this week, so it's just going to be me, it's going to be a quick episode, it's going to be a different one, and hey, if you don't want to listen, let's say, okay, that's fine by me. Now, I do have to say, to get the most out of this episode, I recommend you don't listen while you're driving. I think that would be a mistake, because this week's episode is a commentary. On Mickey's most merriest celebration, which is, of course, the Castle Stage Show at Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. See, I almost said Mickey and Minnie's Very Merry Christmas Party because I do feel that Minnie doesn't get a lot of the credit for being such an important part of this dynamic duo. She does get the fireworks named after her, but hey, one of these days, let's give Minnie a party, why don't we? It's always Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, right? Yeah, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, that's the name of it. What about Minnie's Very Merry Christmas Party? Can we give Minnie a holiday? Minnie's, Minnie's, uh, Minnie's super patriotic Fourth of July celebration. I don't know. Is Minnie a bootlicker? I don't know. These are for, this is for Bob Iger to decide. It's his problem now. But anyway. I am enjoying the Christmas spirit. I'm in the mood. I have my Christmas tree lit up. My Christmas string lights are on. My LED strip lights are not up because, well, I have to get into that on another episode because it's a frustrating topic. But, I got some hot cocoa. Here, enjoy the ASMR. (coughs) I just choked on the hot chocolate. (coughs) This isn't a bit. I think I'm dying. (coughs) Okay. Let's try that ASMR again. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Toasty. So, if you would like to watch along with this episode, which I recommend you do to get the most out of it, you can go ahead and head to YouTube on your internet device and search for Mickey's Most Merriest Celebration 4K Multicamera. This video is uploaded by an account called WDW Details, has about 935,000 views from five years ago. I chose to go with an older video rather than one from this year because on the night that all the media outlets went and filmed, the first night of the party this year, it was raining so the full show uh, did not get to go off at that time and I didn't want to risk accidentally watching a video that wasn't the full show to give you the full experience of Mickey's Most Merriest Celebration. Now, like I said, we're gonna jump right into it. So, find this video, WDW Details. The title is "New!" exclamation point Mickey's most merriest celebration. parentheses 4K multi-camera close parentheses dash Mickey's very merry Christmas party. It's 20 minutes and 18 seconds long, and I'll wait for you to press play. Go ahead and pause. Welcome back. All right, you now have your video, and we will start the commentary. You press play. Not on one. I'm going to be counting down, so don't go on one. It'll be three, two, one, play. You got it? That wasn't it. That was a practice. If you already started it, go back to the beginning. And now, the next time you hear me count down, we'll be the official one. Ready? Three, two, one, play. All right, here we go. We are off to a great start. The castle is being transformed magically. Now, a lot of people have thoughts about the castle dream lights versus the projection. Here's my thing I don't think the dream lights are ever coming back to the castle. They looked beautiful, they were gorgeous but i think disney's new addiction to projection mapping which is a totally good addiction if you ask me i think projection mapping looks great it, there's you can't have the dream lights up there and still do projection mapping it just can't it won't work so i think we have seen the last of the dream lights unfortunately so anyway here we go we have our dancers out they're singing it's the most wonderful time of the year i love these costumes i think that the, the general cast member costumes for Very Merry Christmas Party get blown out of the water by the um, Halloween party costumes, but the performance costumes for the dancers in this show, they're so simple, yet so elegant, and I just love that it's just a simple red and green but with these different shades that provide a little contrast. It just really hits it, and then you get, of course, your two lead singers in silver. And what I love about this is you have live... Singers, it's not something you see a lot at Disney shows. I think the last, I mean, the Sanderson Sisters at the Halloween Show are live singers, and when they were doing like the Disney After Hours villain parties, I think Hades and Meg are live-voiced performers. But there's just a different energy to a performance when there's live vocalists. The dancers are not miked, but I, I still think that the the arrangements of the music in this show are just just splendid. Yeah, all right, here the hosts have arrived. Mickey and Minnie, and Goofy and Pluto, and Donald. Oh no, no Donald yet. I forgot Daisy is here. Hold on, I'm gonna enjoy another sip of my hot cocoa. The merriest. I also love that uh, they use the the talking characters, the uh, your your Fab Five, your costume characters, with the mouths that move. I just think that they look so cool, uh, and it just it just adds another level of immersion. That and a lot of people aren't fans of like live shows in the parks. Like they'll like stop and watch it if if you're walking by. But like this is a show, and like especially the Halloween shows, like the big tentpole shows. at The parties are like appointment viewing, but these make it like, a must do. Like it just it's magic. It's Disney magic. You are seeing Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Pluto. Goofy Daisy up there singing and dancing in real life in these gorgeous Christmas costumes. Oh, we're getting some plot now. Oh, <laughs> Mickey, Mickey's mouth broke. All right, so Donald's not here. This is the plot we're getting here. Now we are getting into one of my favorite decisions that has ever been made by a Disney park to put the song, Text Me Merry Christmas, in this show. Now, Text Me Merry Christmas, if I'm not mistaken, was a Pentatonix original with Kristen Bell? Either that, or that's the only recording I can find on Spotify, because it went on my Christmas playlist immediately after I heard this. But it's also a bizarre choice to me, because it's not an appropriate song, necessarily. Like, you'll hear in a second, there's an edit they have to make, and it's not the only one. Yeah, there it is. Goofy says, If you text me something silly, I promise I won't tell. But the actual lyric is, If you text me something naughty, I promise I won't tell. And the change they made isn't much better. But it's just like a bop of a song. And you got this cute little, I wouldn't say it's doo-wop choreo in the background, but the choreo in this show is just so crisp and joyous, and it's bouncy and bubbly and bright. And that's not to say that the other shows, like the castle shows, don't have that. But what I appreciate about this show is, let me rewind. A lot of these castle shows try to have this, like, big overarching plot justifying why you're seeing all these characters come by. But this one is just, yeah, Mickey and Minnie are having a Christmas party, everyone's coming, it's gonna be great. Like, they just, they lean into the fact that there's no plot here. And I think that just, that simplicity is what makes it so... Enjoyable like you're not trying to stop and think like wait Why are all of Rapunzel's friends from the tavern showing up at Cinderella's castle because Maleficent's here and now Jafar You don't worry about all that. It's everyone's coming to a Christmas party at Mickey and Minnie's All right now Donald has arrived and they're doing this this, I I love this choreo. I'm sorry. You're gonna hear me say this a lot about how much I love this choreo But Donald's got this dope little hat on Like I want to go to the Halloween party in this Donald Christmas costume I don't like Goofy's hat, I will say. I think Goofy should be wearing the traditional Goofy hat and just like wrap tinsel around it or some shit. Oh, Mickey's mouth moves again, that's good. Uh Uh-oh, who's here now? Doorbell just rang. Also, shout out to all the people out there who make multi-camera video edits of Disney shows and theme park shows in general. Like, that's just... chef's kiss. Oh, now the other most insane thing I've ever seen. You know the most popular Christmas song ever? Give it to the least popular Disney character ever. Now, I love Clarabelle and Horace Horse Collar, don't get me wrong. But whoever's decision it was that, yeah, Clarabelle's gonna do All I Want for Christmas is You... Insane in this disco ball sled pulled by two reindeer. Beautiful choice. Insane, but beautiful. All right, now we turn it over to the live vocalist. Like, you're getting people up there singing duets with Clarabelle Cow, like, she's got a microphone, they're matching, they're leaning into this insanity. It's beautiful. This, this show just brings so much joy to my heart. Now we get some sweet reindeer dancing. It looks like they're freestyling. We love a good reindeer freestyle. And shout out to all of the dancers in these shows. They go pretty much nonstop for 20 minutes. Now, I've done a lot of shows with long dance numbers. But at max, I'm dancing for like maybe... one seven-minute song with, like, a couple, like, two or three eight counts off here and there to breathe, they're going pretty much non-stop, having to hit their marks, get in the right spot, grab props, reset things, clear and make way for uh, other performers who, uh, due to what they're wearing, are a lot less nimble and agile and have (laughs) poor sight lines. And they're doing this very specific, very sharp choreo. All the while, you have your... Fab Five, your costume characters. Doing it pretty much right along with them in some points. It's just very impressive, all of these performers. Oh my god, I forgot they do, they lift Clarabelle up. What a, more applause. Oh, who's here now? Doorbell rang again. Oh uh, yes, Goofy's other friends the toys from Toy Story. Here we see a very rare sight, Woody with a guitar, and a candy cane in his satchel. Not a satchel, his holster, I should say. I don't love the Toy Story Christmas costumes. It has the vibe of like, yeah, just throw a vest on Jesse. Because that's exactly what they did. All right, now Woody, uh, sorry, Goofy has changed hats and is playing the fiddle. Sorry, the technical way would be I guess he's playing the violin fiddle style. But he's fiddling. He's playing the fiddle. Now, ever the guys have cowboy hats. Doing a little dosi do. Oh, they've passed off the hat in a very sensual manner. My toxic trait is believing that I'm a good enough performer to sing at the Cinderella Castle stage. This is a fun arrangement of this song. I also love the moments where you can tell they give the dancers freedom to, to improv a little bit and they just seem to be having so much fun. Bullseye as a reindeer is a solid pick, I have to say that. That's nice. It is a little weird, like, not Uncanny Valley, but a strange vibe that, like, Woody and Jesse's mouths don't move, but all the other characters do. Oh, another round of applause for these performers. Uh oh, who's here now? I caramba! It's the Three Caballeros! You can hear, a, if you have, I have headphones in, and you can hear a small child next to whoever's recording very clearly singing along. And that's adorable. I, saw, I look at their costumes, too. Like, they, they fit, like, because, I mean, it helps that the colors of the Mexican flag are green, red, and white. But I just think they tie in so well. Also, can we just talk about what, like, a certified bot Feliz Navidad is? Like, unironically fantastic song. I love Christmas songs and, like, holiday songs that really get you bouncing around and moving and getting in the vibe. The one exception to that is uh, Josh Groban singing Believe. Like, that's a slow one that I just jam to all the time. But I just think Feliz Navidad is a top tier, maybe top five Christmas song. That might be insane to say, but I might put it in my top five. Top ten, for sure. Like, I definitely put it above, like, your Jingle Bell Rocks and Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree. I also, I know the song was called Jingle Bell Rock, but I was, like, listing it as a plural. Oh, your Jingle Bell Rocks and your rocking Around the Christmas Trees. I just, I decommitted to the bit halfway through. I apologize for this transgression. It won't happen again. But now we're getting an electric guitar solo. Um, I believe this is, uh, is that Jose Carioca or Panchito? I never can remember. I need to confirm. Jose is the green one. It is not, so it's Panchito playing the electric guitar. And no, I don't think all Mexican birds look the same. They clearly are very different looking, I just can never remember which one is which. Uh oh, who's here now? Who else could possibly arrive? <laughs> this is where they just say, alright, get every performer we can get and get him on stage. Chip and Dale arrive with the guests from Fantasyland. Don't love Peter Pan's Christmas costume. It feels like it feels like an adult dressed as a little boy. Which I know it is, but like, the costume gives that energy, like of like a an adult in a little boy sailor suit is what I get the vibe of Peter Pan's costume here. The white rabbit with the little holly is, is cute. Dopey's is cute, I just think the green, it's like, I don't love that deep green with the red. Mickey and Minnie just dip from their own party to bring back a big holiday surprise. Chip and Dale's hats are so cute. (laughs) Is Pinocchio even wearing a Christmas costume? Oh, his vest is green. This is where the show kind of falls off the rails a little bit, if you ask me. It's like the energy of going to a middle school play that's like kind of good, but then you get to the ensemble number where oh yeah, I forgot they couldn't cut anyone. But like when you're there, that spectacle of just seeing all these characters together, it's a spectacle. It's magnificent. It's magical. You know, Clarabelle with a solid Christopher Walken reference. That one's for all the kids in the audience. This song's weird. Don't love it. Don't love it. Chippendale shaking their butts. Always gonna good, be, gonna be good for a laugh. Also, the classic bit of everyone pretending to be out of breath after the song is over. Very cute. Who's left? Who's still here to arrive? Who could it be? It's Mickey and Minnie dressed as Santa and Mrs. Claus. Very cute costumes. Now... I try to like suspend my disbelief when I watch these, but like as a performer, as a theater professional, my brain goes to are the are Mickey and Minnie physically changing costumes? Or is there like some sort of switcheroo happening where it's another Mickey and Minnie? No, I know there's only one Mickey and one Minnie. But you know what I mean, right? Like which way is it? Oh, This just, the first time I saw this, like, I'm not even a huge Muppet Christmas Carol stan. I only watched it for the first time, like, two years ago. I was not one of those people who was raised on that movie. But the fact that they put this song in it, I think that's so sweet. Because it's, like, kind of an original Disney song, if you think about it. I don't know if when exactly the timeline of the disney Muppet partnership began and if disney was involved with the muppet christmas carol but i mean hey they own it now so i guess they can claim it it's also just such a sweet song and like they use it as the finale that's so cool oh <laughs> the The lead singer doing that little fist bump with the reindeer. Sorry, I'm not going to talk much over this. I'm just enjoying the beauty of this. And now they all leave the stage, they say their goodbyes. And this is the point where I also say my goodbye to you. Well, well, should we sing along? No. I don't know these words. It's a moment that feels like you want to sing along, like, it's where you'd be like, alright everyone, join us in a traditional Christmas carol, but instead it's like, a one that no one knows. Round of applause. Round of applause for our performers here. Lovely job. And as this video comes to an end in the next 30 seconds, I thank you for kicking off your holiday season with us here at the Cheer Ticket Podcast. James will be back next week. A new man. A man-man. Because he went on his honeymoon. And he did what men do on their honeymoons. They saw sharks and they pet iguanas. I don't know if they pet the iguana, but he sent me a lot of pictures of wild iguanas. I feel like there was some weird iguana shit happening on this honeymoon. But anyway, we'll be excited to have him back. But in the meantime, thank you for listening this week. I hope you enjoyed this this trip off the beaten path of what our normal episodes are. I hope you got all cozy, made yourself some hot cocoa maybe, and sat down and enjoyed Mickey's most merriest celebration. But not Minnie's. Because Minnie doesn't deserve shit. As always, you can find us on social media at cticketpod, on Instagram, Twitter, and the TikTok. Shoot us an email, cticketpod at gmail.com. And hey, maybe let us know if you like this kind of episode. Maybe we'll do more like this. Parades, shows, fireworks, there's an infinite number of things we can do commentaries on. And hey, maybe it'll be even better when Jimbo's back. But for now... We bid you adieu. Happy holidays to all, and to all, a good night.